0: This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to twoheadednerd.com and click donate, or visit patreon.com backslash twoheadednerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho ha ha! Remember the old chum? You Jolly Dick. Welcome to another exciting edition of THN Cover
1: to Cover. It is the internet's only live call-in nerd talk show. When I say nerd talk show, we talk about nerd shit. We talk about video games. We talk about comic books. We talk about cartoons, TV, movies, crap like that. Our other show is very comic-centric, this one. No rules! It's your show. You go nuts. Do what you gotta do, alright? Today, on the show, I want to talk about Venom we got the Venom movie coming up. We had a new trailer. They've given us everything cool that you're going to see in the movie. Are you excited? Do you want to see it? Do you care at all? I want to talk about... What else we have to talk about? There was some shit that came down.
2: Um, there was some
1: casting news for the Birds of Prey movie. That's true. Which, I didn't even know there was a Birds of Prey movie coming. Yes, we've talked about it. Have and, we? Yeah,
2: Margot Robbie
1: is going to be in it <laughs> as Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, cool. Because, you know, that makes sense. She is a bird of prey, right? Yeah, <laughs> she's a bird of prey.
2: Yeah. Uh, but they cast Huntress and Black Canary, and uh, um, Scott Pilgrim's girlfriend is, uh, is Black Canary. I love no, her. No, she's the Huntress, I think. She's actually. the Huntress.
1: Yeah. yeah, she's the Huntress. I love her. Oh, my God. She was so good in Fargo. Yeah. Oh, I love her, love her, love her, love her, love her. But more importantly- What's up, Sugarloaf? We need to talk about
2: the question of the week. Joe Patrick? I have it. Set them up. I'm prepared. Set this week's question comes from Trevor. If the Disney Fox deal ever goes through, and it will eventually, right? What Fox properties do you want to see adapted by Marvel Comics? So Fox properties. So not Necessi- comic book properties. Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, uh, BS the three sent us a message on Twitter saying, uh, "There's no phone reception here, but if I could call in, my pick for the Fox property that I want adapted by Marvel Comics Cocoon. is Married with Children." <laughs> Oh, uh, there already was. There was a, a Married with Children comic with from Children Comics. Now Comics, yes, uh, which published a lot of weird uh, TV and movie licensed stuff. It was not good.
1: It may have been good. No, no. Mm. I, okay, I'm just gonna go ahead and get controversial. I don't give a shit about Married with Children.
2: I never watched it. It was
1: terrible. I wasn't. Allowed it to. was the unfunniest crap. It was so stupid. Hmm. And like Casey's whole family loves it. I don't. Know. I don't <laughs> get it regardless the phone line is open 402-819-4894 we would love to hear from you you can also just go to our facebook page where you should be watching this live so you can respond to others and just click call now i see jeffrey ketchum was watching so i'm guessing he's going to be calling very
2: soon kyle fox also watching uh are you sure the phone line's on nope
1: okay uh, i thought that might
2: work <laughs> the uh first trailer for dark phoenix also came yes out. and um, i have feelings really because i have none no i mean like i have f- i'm not saying i have good feelings
1: all right all but right. i do have feelings we will get into that first let's take this damn call show thank you for calling teach and cover to cover caller who this? caller Google Chrome would like to access my microphone. God damn it! I downloaded Mojave and it changed everything. <laughs> caller, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. There we go. Ah, right. Sorry about that. Uh, I had to download the new dark mode for my for my <laughs> Mac and it ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm officially calling it Dork Mode. Not, dork Mode. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. OS Dork Mode. What do you want to rap about today, Jeff?
3: Uh, Wait, caller, who who well, is? Oh, sorry. Right,
1: what what what, what, oh, anyway. caller, who is? <laughs> J.D. got a catch. All okay. right. Now we're doing it right. <laughs> yep. What do you want to yeah. rap about today, sir?
3: Uh, let's start with the answer of the week.
1: Let's start with the answer of the week.
3: Uh, so I, I took Joe's advice, and I went out, and I looked up the Fox properties, and I, I saw one that I'd almost forgotten about, but I really – well, I liked it. It wasn't good, okay. but I liked it. All right. It's a property that's already had a comic book associated with it through Oni. Which is why I don't think Marvel should take it and make it a good comic book. I think Disney should take it and make it a good property.
1: Okay, let us get give us a couple hints and let us guess before you tell us what it is. Little hints.
3: Uh, it's based on a it's based on a novel. This novel series is still going that are actually pretty good. I didn't know that beforehand. Uh, it shares a rather wooden actor from Star Wars.
2: Uh, and it was already a comic. It, and
3: from Oni. Yeah, it, well, it was a comic. After it was a movie. After it was a book.
1: So it was like a comic book tie-in. I fucking give up. What is it? <laughs> jumper. Jump. Jumper. Oh, jumper. Oh yeah, Hayden
2: Christensen. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Was, okay. I
1: believe that was the last time we've seen Hayden Christensen. <laughs> he
2: died. His, I think his so. whereabouts are yeah.
1: unknown. He He's, fell off the. Or yeah. Presumed dead at this point. Yes.
3: Yeah, it was uh, Hayden Christensen and Samuel Jackson and Rachel Bilson.
1: Yeah, they could like teleport, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that's the whole premise. It's just uh, a race of people who can teleport, and then this shadowy government organization that's hunting them for really undeveloped reasons.
1: Well, maybe they want cheaper government travel, you know? Like, look how much trouble the White House is in for flying first class. I mean, if they could just jump.
3: Samuel L. Jackson's line, when when confronted with that, is people shouldn't possess the power of gods. That's it. That's the extent of his motivation.
1: (laughs) So, like, he came to Congress and was like, I need some money to hunt down these people. And they're like, all right, what are they doing? Well, they're jumping around teleporting. Like, what's the big deal with that? Well, people shouldn't have the power of gods. And they were like, that is compelling. Yes. Give this man his money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <sure. laughs> Go get those yeah. fuckers.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they're called the Paladins. And I, I, I guess I know I haven't read the books, but apparently the Paladins don't exist in the novels. Oh, really? So, yeah.
4: I but, didn't even uh, know there was novels enough,
3: involved. I, yeah. It started out as a novel, I guess. Really? and. I guess the novels are better than the movie. Not shocking. Yeah, go figure. Relatively low bar. Now, strangely enough, there's a, a spinoff series on YouTube Premium. Sliders, right? Called, no. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> called, Im, called Impulse. Really? Which I've only, yeah, I've only seen the first three episodes because they're the only ones that you can get without having to pay them.
1: See, now, like, I know YouTube Premium is a thing, but I'm not aware of <laughs> anything going on there. And you might be the only person I've ever heard reference an actual YouTube premium show.
2: <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Cobra Kai, dude.
1: Okay, Cobra Kai. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Name yeah. one more. I cannot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what I'm but, saying. Uh, and there's like 30 now, of them. Now, the series is actually really good. Really? Uh, at least the first three episodes are compelling.
1: And it is uh, a direct spinoff of Jumper.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't say direct. Or like a retelling or something? or Indirect. No, no, no. It's just, it's literally like totally different characters, totally different it's, settings. It's set in just the
1: world of Jumper. set in the world it's of, of Jumper. set in the
3: world. So like the, I mean, really the only thing that links it to Jumper is the teleportation style is roughly the same. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. We'll have to check that out. Which,
3: I mean, as you guys know, teleportation is my favorite power. So that's why I was so interested certainly in it. certainly one I of the best. that was... That was one of the things they did that was one of the only things they did well in the movie was the teleportation special effects and the way they used teleportation was damned compelling and really fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I saw that movie. It was very portal inspired, I think. I saw that movie. I barely remember it. And I remember saying Mm -hmm. that was not a good movie, but there was some cool shit that happened with the powers in that movie. That's all I remember. Oh
3: yeah, like yeah, I mean if if you're hung over on a Saturday afternoon and you see it on TNT, you might yeah. not you might not switch past it.
1: Hayden Christensen, <laughs> God rest his soul, does not make
2: good movies. Wasn't Let's, there no, 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 no. Wasn't there another um bad movie about a dude with superpowers that starred Chris Evans? Starred Chris Evans? Uh-huh. Are you thinking of the one of the kids with telekinesis?
1: That, Maybe. That was like um that was one there was like four kids. They had telekinesis. And uh, the dude oh. that directed the new Fantastic Four movie made it.
2: Yeah, oh, that's yeah, yeah. Chroni- that was the one. That, You're thinking that of Chronicle. Was, was Chronicle. That's Chronicle. Not, no, I'm thinking of a movie with Chris Evans. Chris Evans? I don't know. Teleporting? Scott
1: no, not tele-
2: not teleporting. Uh, but like, kind of a similar like. This is a bad sci-fi movie. There's some sort of vague superpower thing happening. I don't know. I'm going to IMDb to look. He it was up. in Sunshine, and that was sci-fi, but nobody yeah, no, has, I love
1: Sunshine. Nobody had superpowers. Sunshine's good. All right. Yeah. Well, while he does that. I'm going to thank you very much for your call. It's always good to talk to you, sir.
3: Yeah, i talk to you guys
1: later. All right, have a good one. Yep. But- the full night is open. I want to hear from you. I want to talk about the Dark Phoenix trailer, which, calling my shot right now, there will be no outer space shit
2: whatsoever. None. Zero. No, it's, it's true. None. No. It is. They're going to space. No. They are. I don't buy it. It's in the trailer. I'm sorry. It's like, like maybe they go there for a second or whatever. The official synopsis is that they are on a mission in space, the and sh- the Shire are gonna come and everything. Well, it's not gonna have that fucking Imperial Guard, man. If that's, that's what you're that's after, that's what I want. I want Gladiator but to show up. <laughs> the origin, like the origin of the f- of I want the fucking Mohawk. I the want origin everything. of the Phoenix, like from the synopsis of the movie, it sounds straight from the
1: comics. It sounds like does it? Cuz it sounds sort of fantastic Four to me. Like she's going to get bombarded with something in space and then That's I, what happens. I mean, I guess. That's of
2: of the or that is the origin of the Phoenix. I feel nothing. Uh no, I mean, I watched that trailer and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, I feel like at this point after the last X-film The movie I was thinking about is called Push. And it stars Chris Evans and Chris Evans has telekinesis. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think I ever saw Push. I didn't see it either. They are
1: we have a new Cyclops in this movie too, right? No, it's the same is it's it the, the same, same
2: kids from
1: uh, Apocalypse. They're just aging and they look a little different. Well, yeah, they're older, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so it's the same well, I don't know if they recast anybody else, but it's the same actress that played Storm, it's the same actor right. that played Cyclops. And it's, uh, it's Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones as Jean Grey. Sophie Turner uh aging a little bit, turns out there's
1: a secret Professor X locked something in her head or something. And she finds out, gets upset, throws a fit. Dark Phoenix.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, again, mm. I have to give them credit because these are things torn directly from I know. comic pages. I know, um, like the idea that Professor X knew Jean when she was a kid, right. and she was traumatized by an accident, and he locked away those memories. Yeah, like this is all from the comics. This is stuff from the comics. But I just can't help but feel like it's all so pointless. Yeah, because in a year, all not, of this stuff will be owned by Marvel. It's not fair to do
1: that. I know, I know. It's not fair to do that, and I'm trying not to do that. It's hard not. It's hard to, to do get that. invested. Yes, it is very hard not to do that. And after the last the last X Men film, it's very hard for me to care about this one because they made good money on it. It didn't. It wasn't widely received as well. I don't think, but it still made a shitload of cash. This one, it's like, I I like this cast. I feel for them. I love Professor X. I love Magneto. The kids I barely care about. I feel like, you know, it's like everyone else around them I barely care about. Right. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis?
5: It's Brian Domingos.
1: Brian Domingos, how are you, sir?
5: What's going on, guys?
1: We're just chilling. We were talking about the Dark Phoenix trailer that came out this week. I don't know if you saw that or not.
5: Um, I did. I don't know what movie it's for. It's for all the last, like, six X-Men movies look exactly the same.
1: I totally agree. Um, (laughs) I I totally agree.
5: Other than, like, Magneto and Xavier, I don't recognize anyone. So I don't, because I don't know. I guess I haven't seen since first class. But, like, they all seem the same.
1: That's exactly what Um, I was just saying.
5: I don't know. And so it's like, are you going to see that? It's like, did I already see it? I don't even know. Maybe I did. (laughs) I I, I don't. Truly. I
1: don't don't remember. They invested us so much in Magneto, Professor X, and Wolverine, that like literally everyone else just fell through the cracks. I I don't know. I know Sophie Turner because she's in Game of Thrones. Those other kids, I don't have the slightest fucking clue who they are.
5: See, and to that, I would say, is that is that Jean Grey? Is that who that is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even. Yeah. Like I don't even know who she is. And I I don't know if it's like the Deadpool thing where it's like I feel like I've seen X Men stuff. Yeah. You know, like I don't know. But there's just like I have so. It, Maybe I would have had more interest if that was the start because they—they like I look at them and I'm like they look like the X-Men, you know. All right, they do. I'll give them that. They look like the X-Men. I'm not. I'm not looking to. I don't know if if I'm securing a babysitter. I'm not wasting it on another X-Men. Fair enough. It's it's so funny. That's
2: how I. It's so funny at the end of the last movie, which was uh, X-Men: Apocalypse. Right. They made this big deal at the end of the movie where it's like. They've got costumes now and they're all in like their own identifiable like right. comic book costumes, like nightcrawlers red and black, the mm-hmm. whole deal. And then the first time you see the X-Men in costume in this trailer, they are in the Grant Morrison yellow and black uh, jackets. We're so like they wore those costumes for five seconds. Yeah. And, and then we're right we're back. <laughs>
1: we're all wearing leather jackets. Everyone everyone looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, know, you take Cyclops mask off, I don't know which who's who. I see. They all have the same haircut. They're all cute white kids. I have no fucking clue. They all look the same. Yeah. And, and you know what I don't need? You know what I don't need? Mystique. I don't need Mystique on my ex team.
2: I'm tired yeah, of Mystique I being in the
1: ex team. I don't
5: need X. that. She's bad. I, I don't. I don't even know that she's a big enough of a star anymore to like need her. Lauren? You know, like it's, I. Yeah, like she's fine. I mean, I I like her in things, and Jennifer but I'm Lawrence. like, I don't. Uh, J Law. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. I don't I don't know that like it's like oh well you know obviously she's the star it's like is she I don't know Yeah. Least, you know she is very talented
1: was- and I think she's a good actress and I like her as Mystique but I think you could do something a lot more interesting than she's another x men good guy
6: Yeah You're like, I Fuck think if that she wasn't make her
4: complicated it,
1: I- make her bad well, make her work on both sides you know
5: Yeah I mean I and I hate that design and all that like Yeah like the scaliness, like I hate the scaliness. Yeah, the I, I
1: wet-looking... Yeah, I'm over that. Yeah, I'm definitely over yeah. that. She could just have blue skin, look, and I'm fine with it.
5: You look—I can look like anything. So I look like the inside of a salamander. That's <laughs> what I went with. It's
3: like or a turtle's butt.
5: <laughs> you know? Right. But I've got—I've got scales on my face, like and if, blue skin. If you—if you, and, if and you I
1: pull, pull a turtle's fingers. tail up to reveal its butt, that's what I look like. You
2: right. Know? <laughs> that's it, it, it's great. Yeah. Brian, what did you want to talk about today?
5: Oh, hey. Um, well, do you guys do question of the week already or
2: no, we're still doing it.
5: Yeah. I mean, lay it on. Everybody
1: can do it. Yeah. You call in and you just do it. Is
5: is this the, uh, the Fox question? Like what properties? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. They, um, they've been around for like a hundred years. So there's like 20,000 like decent ideas. Um, but like, I am surprised they haven't like, and, and why this hasn't happened yet. Like an Archer comic.
1: Oh yeah. I wasn't there. Has there not been an Archer comic? I don't think so. I don't think so. Really? God, that just seems like it more than lends itself. Right. You know?
5: Man. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it seemed pretty easy. Um, and there were, yeah, I, I think, and, but it's also hard, like, I'm I like, basically, my recent, my Wikipedia research, I'm like, is this a movie that they did, or is this, you know, I'm getting too specific, but then I was like, what about a Point Break comic? <laughs> like, let's see, you know, like something like, but Ridiculous not the new Point Break, not
1: that, not the Point Break remake.
5: Listen, that's a different podcast we can argue about. <laughs> um, of course, I, I have not seen it, but I have I have feelings about it. <laughs> Fucking I, terrible!
1: Have, it was
5: terrible. I have not, I have not seen it. Oh okay. my god! I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take. Uh, okay, I'm only gonna take like seven minutes to say this. <laughs> um, I think it's actually a better premise than the first one. Yes, the, fine. You know, like it actually, like where they're like they are exports thieves. Right, like oh, I, I that you know what? I totally get that. Yes. and the other one, they were like, there's like six dirt, or what, four dirtbag surfers, like Robin Banks. Like right. that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, I mean, I, the first movie obviously is, a, is amazing and perfect. Yeah, and, like, that's what um, I was going to say.
1: It is a creature of its time it, and it needs to stay there. It's like, just like um, Jeff Goldblum argues, like, if we bring dinosaurs here today, they're going to fuck everything up and they will. Leave Point Break in its time, you know? Like, <laughs> so, let like, it do uh, its thing.
2: Johnny Utah, uh, <laughs> a drop of Johnny Utah's blood got
1: trapped in amber. Right, 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 exactly. And, and like, the, uh, even scarier, it would be more like his partner, Gary Busey. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Gary Busey's point blood was is scrapped it
5: You're saying for the good of humanity, Point Break has to stay extinct. Yes, okay. Gary
1: Busey I, I, needs I, to I, be I, the crazy Gary Busey we know today, I, not the coked out Gary Busey from the '90s. And if the two meet, God help us. <laughs> it's like <laughs> That's matter mean. and antimatter colliding. Yes. <laughs> it's bad
5: news. If if you need some recent crazy uh, Busey, he's there's a um, like a video of him watching the trailer for the new season of. Um, <laughs> Oh, what the hell is that stupid TV show? Um, uh, the the the, one, the Damon Wayne's one. I can't believe him. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, lethal
1: weapon, it. lethal weapon,
5: lethal weapon. He's watch It's the thing for the new seat because there's like the new partner. Stifler is the new partner. Gary Busey, he's yeah. Gary Busey is watching the trailer and then he like reacts to it and it's like, why did you put it make him put pants on for that? It's, <laughs> it is, it's like. It, was he just wandering around, and they're like, oh, Gary Busey, you'll love this. He's like, wow, that's like, it's it's pretty funny. It's really Fair quick. Uh,
2: Gary Busey was on Celebrity yeah. Family Feud last week, and it was amazing. I'm sure it was. <laughs> it was outstanding. He's a bonkers person. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Yeah. I'm
5: gonna go check Hulu for that and see if that's all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brian Domingos is always excellent to hear from you, sir. Yeah, good guys,
5: have a good weekend. You too. You too,
1: buddy. The Lord God King of the THN Forums. Brian Domingos, uh, the partner on Lethal Weapon was replaced. He was an Australian dude, and apparently he was such a fucking asshole. Yeah, he was very abusive on set. Yeah. <laughs> they're all just like, screw you, we're getting stiffler. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if they killed him or not. Did they kill him on that show? Uh, Is anyone watching the Lethal um, Weapon show? I have not seen a single second of it. I feel like Fox doesn't cancel shit unless millions of people are watching.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, You obviously. know what I mean? Like the second the ratings they're like, cancel! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you yeah, know, I have no idea. I have no idea. Right. You know, I, I have a hard time. I had a hard time googling this question, like googling of your thing. Uh, Why is doing think- a thing? Ugh, dork mode. Yeah, I got to reset everything. I had a hard time, like looking up answers for this question because. I have a hard time differentiating what is an actual property owned by 20th Century Fox and what is just a TV show on the Fox network. You know what I mean? That's not the same thing. Oh no, it's not the same thing at all. Um because
1: they all just they shop shit around.
2: Yeah, right, exactly. Like yeah. there's all sorts of stuff they, owned by N- they NBC. hoe it out, as I like to say. Right. <laughs> like there's all sorts of stuff owned by NBC on like other networks. Right. And
1: Fox is doing stuff on yeah. ABC and
2: um. But uh I think I came up with a pretty good answer.
1: I'm new mine. So- Instantly. Oh good. Instantly, new mind.
2: Uh well, okay. Well there's no uh let's check in with some of
1: these voicemails yeah, while we we're waiting voice- for somebody <laughs> to call. Otherwise, if the phone lines are open, you can click the call now button, talk to us. You can call us at 402-819-4894, talk to us there. Kyle Fox, I see him getting real wordy in the chats here. Feel free to call in and do this, Kyle. You've done it before, okay? It's
2: like falling off a bike. It's easy. Kyle Fox. He says, "Point Break. A Point Break comic could be fun. Although four kids walking to a bank was supremely disappointing." Kyle, four kids walking to a bank was my favorite miniseries of that year. <laughs> I love it so much. Call in. Let's discuss this. I well, would. Love I to don't hear
1: remember this. it enough to debate it.: All right. Well, don't don't fucking call in. I, I mean, you can call in. <laughs> Let's see. We got a voicemail here. I'm not sure who this is.
5: I don't either. All right. Come on. Come on.
7: Yeah, I was watching a little show there on the Facebooks and uh, it just got me wondering why uh Yobo Fofos
0: ain't ever on the, uh, the Xbox anymore.
8: <laughs> Fly around
0: playing the flying budgets and all kinds of wild stuff. And it was it was just a good time had by all. So uh yeah, would you tell that Yobo Fofos fella to quit talking about all them comic books and magic cards and actually log on the Xbox once in a while, but I like y'all's show, y'all. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, I'm just going to keep playing here with this here monkey's call. I don't know what it's doing. I just keep asking it for wishes. And it just keeps, oh,
5: God, oh, God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell
1: was that? That was an old Xbox buddy of mine. I think he's pissed off because I got a PS4 because I had to play Spider-Man.
2: Oh, uh, well, yeah.
1: That's literally the only reason it I happens. bought it. I it bought happens. I bought it to play Spider-Man. That's why
2: I got mine. And it was
1: totally worth it. If, are you playing the new Spider-Man? It's unbelievable. It's like playing the best Spider-Man cartoon you've ever watched. I finished it 100%, oh and I don't God. do that ever with games. I know, I'm, I'm doing it It's right rare now. that I even finish games at all. Yeah, I was like, I'm not picking up the backpacks. Yes, I am. They make it so easy. <laughs> I they know. They make it so
2: easy to find everything. I know, it's
1: great. <sighs> Who else we got here? I got another one. Three questions from my friend John verdict. Uh, and if the vo- recording doesn't work out, I have a transcript. Oh, okay. Here we go. Three questions from John verdict. Who I might add was like, how do I contact you guys? I can't find your website. It's too weird. I'm like, what do you mean it's too weird? Like the first thing is links, and the second thing on there is
0: contact Joe and Matt. <laughs> Click. Hi, Little Keys Podcast. This is Hugo Taberlick from Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. I have three questions. One, what does that Porsche car look like? Two. Does the does Hulk the work with anybody? If we can, can Superman pick up the whole Earth? Thanks for the show.
2: Bye.
1: Okay. Done. <laughs> that is uh, John's psychotic child.
2: <laughs> that was young Hugo.
1: Yes. Uh, and every picture you'll see of Hugo, he looks like he's about to murder his parents. <laughs> that was the most adorable thing ever. Uh, One, what does Deadpool's car look like? Well, real
2: quick, let's just address the, uh, the intro to his uh, call, which if you did not catch it, was, hi, Uncle Keith's podcast. <laughs> uh, and John says, I did not force this on you. He wanted to do it. So thank you, Hugo.
1: I love it. What does Deadpool's car look like? Real gross. Yeah, I would assume it's super it's dirty. very gross. I think it's full of a bunch of garbage. You wouldn't want to ride in it. Yeah, there's probably like porn mags in there and stuff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no good. Two. Does, does the, the Hulk work with anybody? Yes, but we hate it when he does. He has, yeah. He has been on the Avengers he's in been the past. A, a defender. He's been a defender, yeah. Was he a champion? No, no, no. No, that mm-hmm. wasn't him. That was Herc. Uh, he used to have a partner named Rick Jones yep. that helped him out. That's true. Uh, RIP Rick Jones. He died in um, Secret Empire. Yes. But yeah, so the Hulk does work with people sometimes, but though. But we hate it. He's hate more it. of a loner.
1: yeah. I don't need the Hulk on a team. It's stupid, unless they're going to use the Hulk like, like the nuclear option, which they do and they did in the Avengers for a little while there, which was kind of fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. All right, Hugo's third and final question: Can Superman pick up the whole Earth? I don't know. He has in the past. Yes. Okay. Here's the problem
1: with something like: Can Superman pick up the whole Earth? The Earth, we'll say, is this big. Okay, just, this like, is just a representation. Remember,
2: remember what we're talking about there is here. There's no science here. Let's okay? This let's, is just a
1: represent... <laughs> let's see. Okay, we'll say uh, I have nothing round. Regardless, <laughs> the earth is about to sit. My head is the earth. That means Superman is like not even a pimple, right? Superman is not even a pore. Superman is not even one of my beard hairs. So, how does he pick up the earth? Well, I mean, can he just fly? Can he? Is he, is he just do a handstand? <laughs> right. Does yeah. Superman just do a handstand. Yeah,
2: yeah. And push the Earth out of orbit. And is that your definition of picking up the Earth? Yeah, like I mean, it's not. He's not picking it up because it's not laying down. On shoving anything. it it's around. Not, it's not resting on anything. Right. But yeah, in the past, in when the, the Silver becomes, Age, can Superman shove the Earth? Can around? Superman move the Earth? Is right. he strong enough to move the Earth? And the answer is he used to be. <laughs> the answer is he used to be. <laughs> yeah, in, in the uh, in the silver <laughs> Don't age. Don't make
1: him like that anymore. I guess in the
2: in the fifties and sixties, uh, Superman was much much more powerful than he is now. Like he had the ability to move planets. Like he was that strong.
1: Yeah, he was a god basically. Yeah. Yep. There was a. He's a
2: lot more. Is a lot more down to earth now. He's not quite as.
1: There was powerful. a Superman. I want to say it was a Joe Casey's story, where. Like some interstellar destroyer was coming to devour the universe and Superman moved the planets around. That was
2: Mr. Majestic. Oh, that
1: was Mr. Majestic. Which
2: is based on Silver Age Superman.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And but in that, what they did was they built these gigantic gloves basically on the Earth and he plugged his hands into them. Yeah. And like moved the planet. Yeah, yeah. And it was awesome. And then the giant space thing, whatever it was, it was like a squid or something. Yeah, it was some very sort watchman. Very watchman, as I recall. And it came and it was like, oh, wrong address, sorry. And then <laughs> <Right>.
2: like it <laughs> went Which, away. If you were like <laughs> if you are a giant, uh terrifying force of nature space monster. Right. Aren't you just looking for any planets to eat? Not necessarily. Why was he specifically looking for Earth well, or for
1: the for the Milky Way? I mean, why do you just put every giant space monster in a box like that? Maybe he has an agenda. Maybe he's like... You're yeah, right.
2: I'm sorry. I know?
1: removed his agency. Yeah. Uh, like he, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah, you're absolutely Maybe right. Maybe he's a responsible giant
2: monster in space that eats planets. Uh, here's a very specific answer to the Deadpool question, courtesy of our friend Jonathan Sims, okay. creator of Floating Bunnyhead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool should drive a late 90s Pontiac Grand Prix with his logo on the hood. I don't hate it. I don't hate Why it at not?
1: all. I could also see him in a late 80s like Civic, one of those really crappy ones that had like the two-door, yeah, but it was Honda still kind of sporty. Yeah, you know? dude. <laughs> It's even one of those, too. That would be hot.
2: Hugo, thank you
1: for your questions. You have some thought-provoking business, Hugo. Yeah. Oh, we got a call coming in here. There we go. There we go. Thank you for calling THN, cover to cover. Caller, who does? Harvey Locust here. Harvey Locust. All right. How are you today, sir?
0: Good. How are you guys doing?
1: We're doing well. What do you want to rap about?
8: Well, I
0: want to rap about your hatred of these X-Men movies. Okay.
1: <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't hate them. To be fair, <laughs> I think First Class and Days of Future Past, wonderful. I loved them. Okay. Loved them. It was... What was the last one Apocalypse. called? Apocalypse. I really didn't like Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse, I felt like it was a huge letdown. Huge letdown. Why? Why? First of all, They shortened this. They took the story of this first mutant that was supposed to be super scary and huge and so big and condensed it in this tiny little version of that where he went and got the four horsemen, one of which was not Wolverine, which is stupid. One of which ended up being Psylocke because she was Olivia Munn and we want to get her in the film more. And she does a flip in one scene and cuts through a car. And that's really cool. But like, come on, she's one of the most powerful mutants on the
2: planet. Seriously? Well, but one of them was Angel she as has well. So not, I mean she has yeah, You had Angel in there. That was just dumb. It, it was wasn't dumb. but Angel was one of the horsemen of apocalypse from the comics man. At one point, yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> like the horsemen of apocalypse have never been about being the most powerful mutants. <laughs> no, but they, they missed a, sure. they I missed mean, a chance
1: <laughs> to introduce us to some other mutants that would have been really cool and make Wolverine death.
0: Come on!
2: I thought that the but I thought that this at, version of Apocalypse was disappointing. I yes. thought it, like compared to the comic book version, who is like this huge, intimidating, like scary thing. It was like here's Oscar Isaac and yeah. some face paint, right? <laughs> and like just, I didn't think he was yeah, very but you
0: scary. Don't have point to tell his story either. No, He's no, no. Yeah, no. Hours.
2: I don't. I don't even mean like the the story. Why? I just think like the way this version of the character like it was is, a, it was a
1: waste of the character
2: yeah i just thought yeah
1: we it, didn't it, learn it, enough about him we did he wasn't scary enough he wasn't imposing enough and i agree oscar isaac wonderful actor totally wasted here just go get any professional wrestler paint them up and make them apocalypse fun
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ser- seriously i'm just so,
1: i'm dead serious put tri- I, I'm, triple I'm h sorry, but h
0: i do or triple h oh my god no that would perfect. be terrible. perfect <laughs> Perfect.
1: <laughs> and you just dial back his, you know, like he only has a few lines. Everyone told he's like die,
0: you know, or whatever. You know, what? Are you gonna make? Are you gonna make Ste- Stephanie? Uh, uh, Psy- Psylocke? Absolutely not. I think Olivia <laughs> Munn
1: was fine as Psylocke. They just they hammed it up. It was so like ninety, so, which it was supposed to be, I
2: guess. But what uh, did you? What? What about it? Did you like?
0: I loved it. I loved the entire movie. I there, there was nothing that. I, there was no problems that I had with the movie,
1: and again, I'm not saying it was terrible.
0: And I and I love, you know. But then again, you're talking to a guy who likes the 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 original third movie that everybody seems to hate. Oh my
2: god, X Men: The Last Stand. <laughs> really? Uh,
0: I, I like that movie. I have that? fun with it every time I watch it. Really? I watch it. All, I watch it regularly. It's. I have so much fun watching that movie. So even
1: though there was like darts all over the ground full of drugs that take your mutant powers away and Wolverine decided I'm going to walk over all of them, just step on them and take a bunch of shit and almost die so I can murder Jean Grey for no reason whatsoever when I could have just stuck her with one of these darts and shut her off.
0: Well, because, A, <laughs> she wasn't going to let anybody just stick her with one of the darts. She the only let him walk up and stab, able-
1: stab him.
0: <laughs> because, because it was him. Because he looked, she looked him in the eye. She wanted him to kill her.
8: She yeah. asked him to kill her. There you
1: go. Fine. But still, I would be like,
2: uh, we'll explore that later. For now, let's just turn you Look, off man, with one of these. He's the, <laughs> you know, he's the, he's the best there is at what he does and what he does is ignore simple solutions to problems. Well, I mean, you also have to
0: understand is that she, she had an internal battle going on. I mean, she is not the
2: Phoenix. The Phoenix was, that's a good point. Right. Meaning she didn't need to fucking die. Listen, man. Right. I actually, I think it was, I
0: mean, if you could write a better ending to that, I would, I would love to hear it, but I don't, I'm, first of I, you all, know.
1: The, my first thing <laughs> is I say, no, Brett Ratner, you are not making this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are more talented people out here that are not accused of being terrible to women that could make this movie.
2: All right? True. <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to rewatch X-Men Apocalypse and see. I only saw it the one time in I the theater. I thought it was fine.
1: Like, I didn't think it was terrible. I just thought it was fine. And I really I, liked I really
0: Apocalypse. Storm in it. She was great. Storm the was good. Definitely. Was great.
1: Definitely. Harv, we got another um, call coming in here. I'm sorry, cut right. you off, but he's been trying to call three no times now. We'll Lander talk to it soon.
3: There.
1: Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover caller. Who
7: this? Is that Hollowell? Zach Hollowell. How are you, my
1: sir? Doing good. How are you boys doing? My sir. What is that shit? I don't know. I can't yeah. Remember. Well. <laughs> what yeah,
7: you, whatever. What do you want to rap about today, my sir? Uh, you know, I was just thinking. You know, uh, I was kind of wondering. Do you guys remember, like? Well, obviously, you might not remember, because I don't remember my first. But do you? Re- what's the first comic book you remember buying as a child? First like, comic specifically, book? Specifically, you can buying. remember the issue number.
1: Yeah. First comic like, book? With your
7: own money. I
1: remember buying, I mm. want to say, I bought it with my own money. It would have been from Osco Drug on 120th and Center, which is long gone now. I want to say it was like an X Factor issue. Okay. I think it was an X Factor. issue. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. It was a Follow the Mutants X-Men issue. It was definitely a Follow the Mutants X-Men issue, and it was I want to say the one. No, Angel Crucified. That was an X Factor.
2: That was an X Factor. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was an
1: X Factor. I think that was the first. I think that was the first comic I remember buying. The one with Angel Crucified on the cover. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty badass cover. Yeah. yeah, and I just I remember like I have to have it. I mean, I had comics before then. But that was like
2: it was not follow the mutants, uh, mutant massacre.
1: Mutant massacre. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. I because I remember I was not buying X Men comics at the time because my parents bought me like the Marvel subscription and they would just come in the mail.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, yeah. so I was getting those. But I rem- that one I hadn't I didn't have a subscription to X Factor and I was like, there's all this shit going on. I have to see what happens. They keep telling me to buy X Factor.
7: Ah, the marketing. Yeah. Oh, it killed it killed me as a kid. Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't remember, like, I had been reading comics for years, but I don't remember buying them with my own money until I was in junior high, because mostly I just begged my parents for them. Um, the first comic I specifically remember, like, I used, they used to send me to school with a quarter every day to buy milk, to eat with lunch, with my, with my bag lunch, and I'd be like, fuck that, I'm not buying milk, I'm saving this quarter, for 5 days in a row there and then go. on Friday as I'm walking home I can stop at the convenience store and buy Punisher War Journal. Uh New Warriors. Oh god, you dork. You are such a Oh like dork. Punisher War Journal's better. You
1: went through went past all that other cool shit on the spinner rack to grab the new fucking
7: Warriors. I love that book, man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, all, hey man. All through junior high and high school, I would only eat lunch on Thursdays cuz that was my favorite day. Every other day, I'd save the money for comics, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. fair enough.
2: Um, but yeah, it would have been like New Warriors uh, 18, I think was the was the issue number. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I saved my quarters for five days, plunked them down on the nice. counter, I was like, I'm taking this comic. Zach, me. what was yours?
7: Um, Dark Crystal number one.
1: Oh man, the like the movie adaptation, the movie adaptation. Nice. Yeah, the Marvel movie adaptation. They just- like about eighty. 80- 283 or something. Then? Man, they don't make those anymore. You don't see the movie annotations anymore. It's too bad too.
2: Yeah. Oh, oh and- you know what? Marvel, that's not true. Oh, um, Marvel does like the preludes. Yeah. They, they do movie tie ins, but they're like, this is what happened before the movie. Right.
1: It's like little prelude things. You yeah. don't see the direct film adaptations. You know why? Not very often. Because direct film adaptations to comics are stupid. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> they're so stupid. Oh, you know what? You have to leave out vast swaths of I, the movie. I disagree <laughs> because I remember buying the, uh, I remember getting the Batman movie adaptation drawn by Jerry Ordway when I was visiting my grandparents in Arkansas. And, it was killing me that i had not been able to see the movie yet okay and here it was the movie in comic (laughs) book form
1: and you're like that's all i don't need to go see it now jerry ordway just showed me the whole movie
2: (laughs) and i never and that's
7: funny that you bring that up because i just i was just thinking myself you know i didn't read many movie adaptations but for Batman, I did read the novelization and I was, I read it before I saw the movie and I was really pissed because there were some great lines in the book that weren't in the movie. <laughs> yeah.
2: When I, when I finally, when I was finally able to see the movie, it wasn't until it came out on video. It was 1989. 1989 the movie yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, we would go to applause video. Okay. Timeout. This was a prestige format.
1: One shot. Yeah. It was thick. You're telling me they crashed. They put the whole movie in one prestige <laughs> format, one shot.
2: I mean, there's I'm probably they, some omissions them
7: Jerry and the boys glanced over some shit here.
2: I think they probably <laughs> did. Yeah. Um,
7: yeah. He had ten pages were flashback to his parents' dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Nobody danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. Okay, let me ask you, you know, a question sort of real
1: quick, both of you, I mean, and we'll just have you call your shot. Near mint condition. How much is it going for? The Batman one, yeah, eight bucks. No, eight bucks. I bet it's three bucks. Well, Zach closer than you are. Oh, but, but he overbid six fifty. Six
2: fifty. <laughs> well, and I bet cover Which price probably cover price. I bet was five bucks. No, not in nineteen eighty nine for a prestige format. No, not it, it wasn't like you. Uh, it wasn't prestige format like you're thinking of with like the hard uh, binding. It was just like a thick comic. Right. Um. Yeah, it was probably like two ninety nine. Four
1: ninety nine. No way, really. Four ninety nine. Yeah. Huh. They were, trying yeah. make, they were trying to make some money.
7: Yeah, it definitely didn't have I think have they that made their money on that movie, if I remember. But I think they made their money back. As
1: I recall, I think they did okay. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They were, I mean, we haven't really heard from Batman since then. So. Yeah, it's a shame nobody ever did anything else <laughs> yeah. with the character. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our uh, questions of the week, Zach, was yeah. f- Fox property, not necessarily comic related, that is now coming to Disney that you would like to see Marvel get their hands on.
7: Oh, shit. I don't know. I thought about it for a little while, and honestly, I was just like, I, I don't know. Um, I wanted to come up with something really obscure or something weird, but I don't know. I actually thought, you know, things that I would like to see come to a comic that were... that I don't, I don't think it's Fox. I think... I don't know who put it out. But the movie Brazil, I think that world would make a really good comic book.
1: Wasn't there, like, a European... Wasn't there, like, a European adaptation of Brazil? that, like, that I know though. That maybe, like, Mobius had something to do with?
7: I don't it, think It's so. very possible, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I
1: don't know. Maybe I'm making this up, but I... I could have sworn I remember You seeing do that. make
2: up most things. I do make that up a you lot of things show. Honestly.
7: Well, I'm just gonna pretend that's a Fox property. It might be, it might not be. And I'm just gonna say that that, that would be my answer. Fair enough. Because I just think that would be interesting as hell if it was done right.
1: Oh yeah, I'd love to see like why the world is the way it is, you know, at least. Right. <laughs> as opposed to just... You could do the whole
7: lead up to how, you know, you become a renegade AC
1: yeah. guy, you know? Absolutely. You could just follow him. This could just be the story. Pardon me, I keep feeling adaptation wrong there we go um no there no, there's not i could have sworn
2: i thought maybe you, you might be thinking of like dune or
1: something i don't know no i love dune i wouldn't confuse that crawl <laughs> i, I yeah. think you're thinking of crawl i was
7: thinking of crawl
2: <laughs> there was oh, a crawl like comic Krull book Crawl so though. much
7: when i was a kid when crawl came out i was like crawl's going to be it I, it's going to be so awesome and then you, they got a video game and they got a comic. Don't you dare. Don't do this, Zach.
1: Don't do this. <laughs> we are friends. Don't okay? you take Krull away from him. <laughs> I fucking love Krull. Oh my God. I know. I know. Young, sexy the Liam glazed. Neeson in there. It's like Liam Neeson back when he was this was like 1981, so he would have been 39.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Liam Neeson has always been this the same age. <laughs> Uh, there was a video game. ages
7: the opposite of dog ears It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. bizarre.
2: There was a video game. Um, I want to say it was probably like, oh, never mind. <laughs> Zach, <laughs> we got another call coming
1: in, so I'm going to cut you off here. Cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. I guess I won't get to make my excellent analogy. <laughs> Thank you for
2: your call, brother. Be
1: good, boys. Bye, Zach. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis?
6: Hey, nerds. This is Kyle Fox calling.
1: Kyle Fox is Hello, about Kyle. goddamn time. We saw you haunting the yeah. chat
6: sorry. I've got a three-year-old and we're watching toy story. And had to break away. I understand.
1: Uh, yeah. I totally understand. What do you want
6: to wrap up? Happy 500 guys. Thank you. Thank you we're very much. 500 more.
1: I don't feel like we look a day over 490. <laughs> it's true. Yeah.
2: I've got yeah. a really good skin regimen that I, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
6: I was calling to, to answer the question of the week.
2: All right. Hit us. Let's go.
6: So, I've got a couple uh, thoughts. One is uh, more mainstream than others. Um, I, a lot of people really like to shit on avatar, but I really like it. And I wish that they would um, come up with a, like, I think that whole world, you could do some really cool things with comics.
1: Kyle, you are a unicorn. Um, You realize that (laughs) (laughs) you are the, you're seriously, you're like the first person. I was just screaming earlier. I'm like, Who cares about Avatar? Please call. Let me know. Kyle Fox. It's you. Who cares about Avatar? Okay, now you'll be happy to know Avatar Comics coming to Dark Horse.
2: Good. Yeah, there's going to be a four-issue miniseries set uh, just prior to the humans' arrival.
1: Are you excited for more Avatar movies?
6: I am. Uh, It's been... I think there's been such a long break between the movies that I don't know if... uh, people will have forgotten about it.
1: That's what uh, I'm like. Like, I don't, Yeah. I did not particularly care for it, but I will say that it has been such a long time. Are they going to recapture whatever magic
2: they had? I mean, it's been more than 10 years. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Are you sure? Yeah. Cause Michelle and I were d- together and we saw it with you guys. I got to look. It came out after it's, it's, Probably 2010, so maybe almost 10 years. 2009. 2009. 2009, so So it'll be
1: 10 years next year.
2: Yeah. Um, I also remember going to see that movie,
6: and that was probably one of the first movies I saw in 3D, and I'm not a big 3D fan, but I think that movie, you just got immersed in the whole world. You got kind of sucked in. No, definitely. And... Yeah. And I, and that, that's what really kicked off this whole, like, Oh, 3d craze. And then like, everything was coming out with 3d and now it's yeah. kind of like backed away where people are like, Oh, it's not, but I think if they did that same thing, and I think they're smart when they're releasing these next three movies, they're doing it one, two, three in a, in a row in a, like after year after year, they could capture that and they could bring it all back together. But you know, it, who knows what happens between like this big break between the first and
1: yeah. Second. I mean, that's just it. I I, I don't know. I feel like, and again, I'm an avatar hater. So, I don't really care. I just don't know if people are going to freak out like they did before. I think it's almost impossible.
2: Well, I mean, I think uh, one of the one of the big things Avatar had going for it was the idea that it was like this groundbreaking right. technological achievement. Absolutely. The effects um, were stunning, which is something that James Cameron is known for right. and he's done it on more than one movie. How do you do that again? Well, it's, Unless you make it a virtual reality
1: it's movie. It's been or
2: 10 years and technology has only advanced. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give him credit for that, like absolutely. The dude like says, "I have this vision in my head. How can I realize it? I know I'll invent something." But what do you do this time? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not saying there's no frontiers left. I want it to or, be like uh the uh I want it to be like the old uh cheesy natural disaster movies in or the seventies like worth this chair. <laughs> Whoa! So like whenever I'm whenever I whenever I plug my ponytail into a pterodactyl, yeah, I want my chair to be like <laughs> flying around.
1: Or like Kentucky Fried movie Smell vision Smell-O-Vision,
2: Smell vision yeah. <laughs> no, well, I, think, I think I think that they're gonna Disney be
6: taking this over is they they're going all in. I mean they have a whole land at Disney World dedicated to it's true, uh, it's true Avatar, yeah. and so I, I would eventually see this coming out more mainstream. Um, the second one that I that I was really thinking about, uh, is kind of uh, more of like an indie, but I think Slumdog Millionaire would be pretty cool as well.
1: Yeah, that was um, a Fox property, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely, it
6: was definitely. Uh, because with that, you can kind of do, like, this main story, and then you have, like, this whole, like, offshoot side story, right? And this crazy adventure that happens to the kid, right? And then it circles back around, and, like, how things can kind of tie it together, and they could even do a whole bunch of other um, stories that they didn't even present in the movie.
1: Right. You can even uh, go, like, what happens afterwards. There's a whole story there, too.
2: Uh, and there was a lot of, right. like, a, a lot of interesting... Stuff with, like, the brother and, yeah. and getting caught up in the, the world of crime and all that stuff? Definitely. Yeah, that's a very interesting idea. That would have never occurred to me. No, I didn't even thought yeah. about that movie in a long time. I need to I watch that liked
6: again. It because, because of, like, all the little options that they could do, all these little, like, side stories. Like, oh, here, this is what happened. And, and it, it kind of took them back in time. And, and I thought there's a lot of potential there. And like you said, with, with the brother and the, the other crime uh, areas, uh, I, I think that would be really fun.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. Those are both really good, Kyle. And I appreciate you stepping up, admitting bravely that you're an Avatar fan. There you go. I love it. You're more than welcome to love it. Wear it with pride. (laughs) Thank you for your call, Kyle Fox. It is always good to talk to you, sir. All right. Have a good one. We don't have any more voicemails, do we? Is that it? Uh, We have the one from Jared in the Dropbox. In the Dropbox. Okay. Well, while I set that up real quick here yeah, because Jared can't figure out how to email stuff. Where's it at? In the, t- in the folder, in our folder. I'm looking in the folder. I see scripts. I see comics. It's just a file. It's just loose. It's oh, new recording. Enough. Got yeah. it. Let's see what we got here. Five
3: hundred. <laughs>
1: pause, pause. Hold on. <laughs> Man, that is anticlimactic. I'm sorry to introduce <laughs> it like that. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this?
8: This is Trevor.
1: Trevor. Trevor! The wait a minute. The Trevor.
8: Yeah, not not the nude dude. The
1: uh, new dude. New dude, Trevor. Not, not nude not, dude. Not new guy. <laughs> not nude dude, Trevor, yeah. who is kind of a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, welcome aboard. We've never talked to you in the show, right? Uh, no, not really. Okay. Welcome aboard. Joe
2: Patrick, will you welcome him aboard or will you keep staring at shit? I'm I'm monitoring. Welcome aboard, Trevor. Trevor, welcome aboard. Thank you. Look, I'm (laughs) monitoring our feeds, man. Someone's got to keep this show on the rails. What do you want
1: to rap about today, sir?
8: Well, the question of the week, I suppose. Yeah, let's hit it. Uh, So, uh, my answer I was thinking of was Planet of the Apes. Okay, nice. Um, Most of the there's been a lot of comics, but they're almost always just film adaptations. And yeah. um,
1: Boom has definitely gone into like I like the Boom stuff, but they've definitely gone into a lot of the classic stuff that I don't yeah. know if how excited the average reader gets about the 70s Planet of the Apes.
2: You know I want to I mean? know more about Tim Burton's vision. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. With Marky, with, Marky with, Mark. Marky with Mark, yes. Ape Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Ape Abraham Lincoln. Abraham. Abraham Lincoln. Sorry, Lincoln. yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. I think
8: Spoilers. Spoilers for Tim Burton's just, Planet of the Apes. Uh,
1: Sorry, Trevor, go ahead.
8: I think we should just be able to spend more time on the actual Planet of the Apes because all the, the movies and stories are just like, how did we get there? And then how do we get away? So you're either rising or dawning or you're escaping. <laughs>
1: you're rising, dawning, or escaping. Yes. Or you're underneath it.
2: Yeah, or you're underneath. You're beneath, sorry. Yes, you're, you're
8: beneath, beneath it. It. Yeah, you're And beneath then they it. blow it up.
1: Yeah, the whole thing. No, I agree. I would love to see like more of like, far-flung future almost where does it yeah. go from here or are
8: there are there other ape civilizations that like outside the u.s
1: yeah like, totally what about the
8: actual apes in africa
1: absolutely what's going on with apes in asia and stuff like that that would be really uh, yeah. cool let's put together a world that would be interesting yeah, like, like the in the future it is truly the planet of the apes and they have touched yeah. like every corner of the world and settled it like there's there's snow ape civilizations and there's like southern African ape civilizations and man apes yeah and there's man <laughs> apes yes <laughs>
2: sorry no Uh, yeah I think that sounds like a great idea well they've already
1: proved they can make money off these movies too so there's no reason to stop making them
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know they've all been yeah. friggin excellent the last one was hard to watch
2: there have only been two
1: there have been three
2: okay I've only seen the first one
1: Oh, come on,
2: man. I know. I need to see them. I want to see them. I just... I haven't gotten around it. Oh, they're wonderful. Wonderful films.
1: But I totally agree. I do think Boom is doing a very good job with their comics, though. But I also agree that they can be very insular for older fans like me. Right, like... I I love the old Planet of the Apes shit. It's cheesy as hell. Some of them are super fucking boring. But I watched them with my dad when I was young. And so they have, like, a (laughs) special place in my heart. And, you know... I've always wanted to be, like, an ape warrior for Halloween or something. But... Now it could be racist, so that time is gone.
8: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could even dive back into the the TV show world where everyone's farming.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that, that could be... Yes, a, a Planet of the Apes farm diary. <laughs> that would be awesome. Trevor, it's very good to talk to you. Thank you for finally fucking calling us, man. All right?
2: Uh, spoiler yeah, no alert, problem. Trevor. We're using your... Second question. Yes. For the new question of the week. You're about to become a goocher. Oh, that's
8: great. Which means you know, I was listening I was listening to the the last pod where you announced this this week's question and I had just finished typing that last the newest one.
2: Nice. Right. Well, if you got one more in you, you just might become the new goocher. Good news, sir. Your check So We're using do. it. <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks Trevor. Good talking to you. Have a good one, Thank okay? You. Uh, Harvey Locus says, P.S. I want a Parker Lewis can't lose adaptation.
1: Absolutely. I would go for that.
2: Uh, Mr. Lewis. <laughs> uh. What was the
1: name of the. Oh, the uh, Kub.
2: Yeah, Kubiak.
1: Yeah, Larry Kubiak. The, the Kub. Kub.
2: And so that actor went on uh, to play. He's on ER for a while. On ER for many years. Yeah. And every single time, still to this day, that I see him on ER, I'm like, it's the Kub. Yeah. <laughs> he totally. will always be the Kub. Yeah, no matter what he was in, he'll always yeah. be the Kub.
1: So let's get to our answers. Fox Properties.
2: Oh, real quick. Phil, uh, Phil Lee in the chat. Oh, God damn this stupid Facebook thing not working. Uh, he wants Empire Comics. Empire. Uh, based on the sh- Empire TV show. Empire. Empire oh, Empire with... Uh, uh, Terrence Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want the Lion family and everyone else on the music industry of the show to get superpowers. Oh, wow. <laughs> and he wants Mark Wade to write it and Barry Kitson to in. So it's a it's a melding of That's
1: Empire and Empire.
2: <laughs> uh very good Phil. So Mark Wade's very, Doctor Doom type
1: story with a uh hip hop family taking over the world. I love That's it. Done. Yeah.
2: Totally right. down. Uh so uh oh no, Just play Jared's call.
1: Oh yeah, let's finish that first. Sorry. We almost blew Jared right off. Didn't we? Let me turn off the ringer. You guys are done. This is a family show. Yeah, you've had your enough. I- Easy, buddy. Jesus, <laughs> freaking pervert. Backing it up. Sorry, sorry, sorry Hugo.
2: Five hundred. <laughs>
4: wow, great job getting to episode five hundred, guys. You really couldn't have done it without me. It's true. <laughs> uh, anyways, let's see. Here's my answer to your uh, all brand new question of the week. Fox property made into a comic book? Easy. Briscoe County Junior. I love Briscoe County Junior. Aside from that, only thing I... uh, any bit of news that you guys ever talked about that I ever really wanted to comment on was John Byrne going back to Marvel. If John Byrne does not finish illustrating and writing the last Galactus story, which was incredible. Then there is something wrong with the people at Marvel. And there's something wrong with John Byrne that they do not want that story finished. Bye.
2: (laughs) John Byrne's last Galactus story. What was that? I don't know. I haven't read it. Um, there is something wrong with John Byrne.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a complete asshole. Comic Book Urban Legends. Let's just look at this real quick. This is from 2006. CBR used to have a pretty good, uh, actually, surprisingly enough, CBR had a pretty good article back in the day called Comic Book Urban Legends. I don't think they have it anymore. No, I think they do. Do they? Yeah. Oh, do they still do it? It's really cool, but they look at all these old stories, and they've got something in here about John Byrne. Marvel has never intended to publish the final chapter to the Last Galactus story serial that ran in Epic Illustrated Magazine. Oh! Status? Basically true. Here's what they say. Reader Tom Fitzpatrick asked me a while back, Marvel has never intended to publish the final chapter Last Galactus story. True or false? For the answer to this, I turn yet again to Scott Braden's excellent series of columns from the Overstreet's fan, specifically his column Unwell, the Last Galactic Story. As you may or may not know, The Last Galactic Story by John Byrne ran as a serial in the magazine format Epic Illustrated Anthology, starting with issue 26. The only problem is the series ended with issue 34, so only nine parts of the serial were published. Now, here's where the basically part comes in. The story was set to be collected once it was finished, but since it did not finish, Marvel was going to collect it. Here is Byrne on the topic, and this is a Byrne quote. We ran nine episodes in Epic Illustrated, and it wasn't enough to save the book. But remember, so it was canceled. Then, of course, there was essentially nowhere else to put it. I kept promising myself that one of these days I would finish it as a story in the Fantastic Four. But I left the book and felt it was no longer my prerogative to deal with those characters since they weren't my characters anymore. Really? This sounds very unburned to me, because <laughs> I would think Burn decided he owned the Fantastic Four after that. Marvel, in one of their Marvel Universe entries, declared that story to be imaginary, and I said, "Well, geez, I don't work on imaginary stories." Laughter. <laughs> or I did in those days, so it languishes in comic book oblivion, or wherever huh. the comic book stories that never get done go. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I had no idea. So it is out there, but... I mean, it's not out there. No, I mean, like, this, it's out there floating around unfinished, but no plans on finishing it.
2: Yeah, gosh. There you go. I wonder if there's a way to... Like, I'm not tracking down nine copies of well, Epic it's, Illustrated, it's not even, I wonder if there's a way to... It's not
1: reprinted anywhere, either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you would even read it.
2: Was it in black and white? Was Epic... Uh, no, Epic m- Illustrated was w- color. But Marvel magazines were, all, were in black and white.
1: Yeah, but this is Epic Illustrated. This wasn't like uh, the I old mean, I've Marvel never... magazines. Yeah. I remember those vaguely, but I never read that Galactus
2: story. Neither did I. There you go. Wow. It's a Wee. It's toots, t- toots taught us something. There you go. Uh, thank you, Jared. And you're right. We couldn't do- have done it without you. It's true. True that. All right, now... Are we about ready? Yeah, our Fox property. All right. Do you have one? Mine was easy.
1: Let's have it. Mine was simple, and it's not so much comic book related. We need to save the goddamn franchise. Alien is a Fox franchise that Marvel and Disney are getting a hold of. Now, I'm fine with the Alien comics at Dark Horse. They've been really good.
2: Okay, now, if you're about to start talking about Alien movies, that is not the question. No, it absolutely is. It's not the question. Sure it is. It's a Fox property. He wants to know, what Fox property do you want to see Marvel comics adapt into comic book form? I'm getting there, too. Okay.
1: Okay. My problem with Dark Horse's Alien is one in every ten Alien series is any good. They're very difficult to write. And I get that. It's really hard. It's like right in a car chase. James Stokoe can't do them all. I know. And that one was fantastic. There is one running right now that is also very good. I cannot recall the title for the life of me. It's unimportant. It's unimportant. But if Alien comes and Marvel can get the rights to that and they can put some huge name talent behind it and flesh out a real story without fucking Ridley Scott and his Prometheus bullshit, I'm saying just start it over. Okay. Start it fresh. Go back to them go back to what worked and stay there. You can stick with the Wayland Utani shit. You can stick stick with like the conspiracy, the the government working with these major corporations to try and weaponize these creatures, but they can't control them. Please go back to that well. Stay there and build a real story around this that does have nothing to do with the Prometheus bullshit. And it is bullshit. <laughs> This is my favorite movie monster, hands down. Godzilla is a giant monster. That's different, okay? Two different categories. This is the Xenomorph, my favorite movie monster. So terrifying. And when they tried to explain where it came from, and they showed us its origin, and they took all the mystery away, it was stupid. Stupid. Yeah. And I stand by that. There is nothing redeeming about the last two Alien films. I would love them to fix this. Just do
2: not let Ridley Scott have Anything to do with it. Okay? So here's the problem with Alien. Unless there is a core central character, like Ripley. Sure. Then every movie is essentially the same. And you can do that. You
1: can absolutely do that, but you need to establish one where maybe they're not necessarily a victim. Maybe they're a hunter. Maybe they're a researcher. Sure. Maybe they're a journalist that is exploring this conspiracy. You know, or something along those lines. You can absolutely do that. They've never tried to do that outside of Ripley. And using Ripley over and over and over again just got dumber as the movies went on. Well, yes, but... And by the fourth one where she was a clone that plays basketball, my God.
2: <sighs> well, I mean, you know what? I rewatched uh, Alien Resurrection a few years back. It was a beautiful looking film. And I actually kind of liked the idea that they were like, yeah, this, this Ripley person... It has all this experience with these creatures and we cloned her and blah, blah, blah. That's not why they cloned her. Oh Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's not mean,
1: why they cloned her. They no. cloned her because they were trying to get the... They thought they could clone her with the alien in her. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. But it melded her into Ripley Alien. And she was like, ah, I'm sort of alien too. Ripley rip, li- rip Alien. And I can sort of talk to the aliens. They're like, ah, and I'm like, ah, and like
2: fuck you. <laughs> okay, God, God, it's now. dumb. Um, But like... <laughs> the idea is you can't just keep making the same movie with different characters yes. and different numbers of aliens. No. It's like, uh, you know, follow a, a central character as they interact. And like, and I like the idea, like with, um, with the Ripley movies, at least though they all end the same way right. with the alien getting sucked out of the airlock. Pretty much. Um, no, except for three where except she for three where jumps it, into the molten lead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I liked the idea that, you know, you had Alien, which was a horror movie, and she was isolated, and she was a nobody. She was like a scientist. Right. And, you know, she wasn't this badass, whatever. And then Aliens, and she's changed by that experience, and she meets the right. colonial marines and blah, blah, blah. And I liked Alien 3. I and then it. Alien 3 the is totally alien. different. It's set on a prison colony. Right. It's got, um uh, what the hell was that guy's name? Char- uh, it's Charles something. Uh, he played Rock. Rock is, <laughs> I, I can only remember as rock. Uh, he, Charles Dutton? Charles
1: Dunning. Dunning. Charles Dunning. Um, no, I think it big, is Dutton. Charles Dunning not, is a white guy. Think. You're thinking of Charles
2: Durning, but yes. It's <laughs> yeah, played by Charles Durning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, that way each story can be different and you care about, you're invested in the character. It's not just like, here's another group of dudes whose names you won't remember getting chased by, Aliens and somehow these aliens are slightly different than the last time they fought them. Yeah. Uh, now they've got predator jaws. Or no, whatever. We
1: can get away from that. We can go more like that's what I'm saying. Dutton Charles S. Dutton. Yeah. We can go more into the conspiracy, the the government conspiracy. How long have we known about this? What have we covered up? Let's explore that aspect of it because that's the really creepy part. I don't want to know about the giant blue. Planet makers and planet killers. and just me, stupid. if you want to show me, if
2: you want to show me where the aliens came from, that's fine. But don't make it someplace totally idiotic. Well, don't. I don't want to know where they came from. We
1: don't need to know that. The mystery is even better. The coolest thing about discovering that ship in the first alien, where you see the giant alien that obviously died from a face hugger and it has its chest open is there is no explanation whatsoever yeah. as to what it is and we are just humans in a larger universe that we don't understand that are about to encounter something we cannot control that we should not be anywhere near that is terrifying and when you lift that veil away and we're like oh we're gonna go meet him we're going to get in a spaceship, and 15 minutes later in this movie, we're going to be in a far corner of the fucking universe. All right, all right, all right, all right.
2: Dial it back a notch. All right. Your uh, turn. Your turn. You did, That was 10 minutes on Aliens. Sorry. Join us next week for <laughs> Alien Cast. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Leave the Predator out of it. I don't fucking need it there. I mean, it's it's fun once. Leave
1: it out. It's fun one time. It was, it was never fun. Alien versus Predator was not fun.
2: Yeah, but the Aliens versus Predator video game on the- That was yeah, fun. On the Genesis and that the was arcade fun. was badass. yeah. Um uh, Trevor Henderson in the chat says AVPVDP which I can only Deadpool? I can only take as Aliens versus Predator versus Deadpool.
1: Okay. Uh or which Aliens versus Predator deep penetration. Double <laughs> penetration. Jesus dude. <laughs>
0: God.
2: Uh but AVP You always go to double penetration. <laughs> Sorry. You sicko. AVPVDP is fun to say though. Yeah, it is. Uh the best alien predator comics are the crossovers and they've never crossed over with Marvel characters. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's true. We could see like Alien and yeah, Like
2: Batman versus Predator. Yeah. Like those
1: are fun stories. Yeah. Uh what was it? Tarzan
2: versus Predator. Fuck, that book was good. Uh I remember there was the Superman versus Aliens uh where um he went. They were in a system with a red sun, and so he lost his powers. So, yeah. And you're like, oh shit, Superman's gonna. Get no, that's him. Superman Predator. No, it's Superman versus aliens because there was a. He was super worried that. I thought he was fighting the Predator in that. No, because they were super worried that he was gonna get like face hugged and uh, chest burster. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. No, it was Superman versus aliens. It was drawn by Dan Jurgens, but Kevin Nolan inked it, so it looked really different. Right. Yeah.
1: It was Superman versus Aliens. That's right. Yeah, okay. The Predator showed up Thank in the you. second one, Superman versus Aliens two. Well,
2: the, and there was also a Superman versus Predator, which was, was drawn by Alex Maleev,
1: Electric Boogaloo, I believe it was called. Yeah, right. Exactly.
2: Uh, so, my pick for Fox property uh, to be adapted into comics by Marvel is Home Alone. <laughs> now bear with me. Shut up. God, you're no bear with me. God. Folks, I'm sorry. I'm not. Ta- I'm not saying. I'm not saying I want to do a an adaptation of the Home Alone movies. I do want to see the Guardians of the Galaxy versus Aliens, though. Ooh, wow, that would be fun. That'd be kick ass. Uh, I want it to be set post Home Alone two colon Lost in New York. Right. Uh, Home Alone three does not count because it does not star Kevin McAllister. It's a
1: different kid. That's a different different kid. Who Alone cares? or whatever.
2: Uh, I want it's. This young boy who has twice thwarted uh, not only robbery attempts, but attempts on his own life. From the same two idiots. And so... Who, by the way, are morons, okay? He wasn't dealing with supervillains. And so the police...
1: The wet bandits.
2: Come to him, (laughs) and they're like, Kevin... You're you you're some sort of secret genius with these out of the box ideas for crime prevention. Or you're psychotic. Work with us, <laughs> and so he becomes a police consultant, oh the youngest god. ever police consultant. Oh my god! Coming up with crazy ideas to stop crime. This sounds like a Disney
1: Afternoon Kids show. You asked. Oh,
2: Cook, man.
1: Okay, my Home Alone comic book is Kevin. In the future, in therapy, recounting what happened to him after he was left home alone and home in New York and how it turned him into a serial killer. I think we've had this conversation. And it becomes very saw, where like he goes beyond like throwing paint cans on ropes. It becomes like he invites criminals into these horrifying mazes, right? Where they're full of his traps, where he murders them, you know? (laughs) And he gets caught thrown in prison Hannibal Lecter style and this is him talking to his therapist about how he got there and his stories you know Kevin MacArthur right, yeah. and his parents went to prison mom hung herself because she realized what a bad <laughs> mom she was for losing her kid again and again you know? yeah. <laughs> we'll say dad drank himself to death you know he oh, seems man. like that kind of guy He's dark done. which I think that actor actually really did he is dead uh, I think he drank himself to death uh, he didn't know I'm pretty sure he did. Let's get some. Home Alone cast. It was John Hurd. America's America's John Hurd.
2: Not John Hurt, who is the British.
1: No, not John Hurt. John Hurd. He was that guy. He was in everything. Yeah, Uh, yeah.
2: He was a hey, it's that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died twenty seventeen at age seventy-one, according to Wikipedia. They found him on the toilet with bottles all around him. He drank himself to death. You're making that up. No, he died during back surgery. (laughs) Didn't drink himself to death, regardless. In my Home Alone script, he does. All right, this is ridiculous. Let's introduce our new question of the week and get the fuck out of here. All right. This is rambling insanity ADD cast is what this is right now. I (laughs) want to apologize. Matt has had way too much coffee.
2: Uh, (laughs) Oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Sims says, uh, you just know that they're going to give Predator the venom symbiote.
1: Oh, don't even say stuff like that out loud. Please don't say that on the internet.
2: Please don't say that on the internet. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Uh, Yeah. Thank you, Brett Merriman. Kids love home alone. Everything doesn't have to be for 40 year olds. Yeah. Thank you. But people grow up. All right. And I think Kevin, as
1: the new Sawmaster... You know what? You could just make a Home Alone Saw meld. No. I
2: think young Kevin as sort of like an Encyclopedia Brown type genius that helps the police solve crimes. Which
1: you want. You guys vote on it. Young Kevin, plucky, helping police solve crimes, or Kevin as the new Jigsaw. You guys vote. (laughs) I want to hear. Let's see who's right. Let America decide. I'm going to put a Twitter poll up right now while Joe Patrick...
2: (laughs) All right. The new question of the week once again comes from Trevor via the THN forums. What's the worst thing you've ever seen happen to a superhero or a superhero team? Is it Batman getting his back broken only to pass on his cape and cowl to a madman? Is it Captain America having his life rewritten by a cosmic cube and betraying everyone he's ever known and loved by leading Hydra? Or is it the X-Men watching their teammates die? I still think Cap Wolf
1: was worse than Nazi Cap. And again, (laughs) and again, in perpetuity. So, again, it's not like Uncle Ben dying. Right, we're talking about,
2: these are things that happened after the hero was already established. During their career. Right, so no Uncle Ben's, no dead Wayne's, no Krypton exploding. Uh, Jonathan Sims says, the answer to our debate is both. Young Kevin is the only one who can stop Jigsaw. (laughs)
1: I oh, love man. It. So there's like a time travel element <laughs> as well? That's ridiculous. Thank you, everybody, that played today. And uh, we will not be here next Saturday. I got to go to Chicago for some stuff. But uh, we will have a regular show. So that'll happen on Wednesday. You will have uh, an extra week for this question of the week to kick it around. All right. But in the meantime, you can leave us a message at 402-819-4894 if you want to. You can send us an MP3 to nerd at gmail.com. I want your first knee-jerk reactions on Venom. You walk out of that theater, the first thing you do, you call us. I want to know what you think. Spoiler-free! We am going to give everybody a week to see this piece of shit, and then we'll pile on it big time. But I want your knee-jerk Venom reactions. Okay? Let's all go see Venom. I'm going to love it. Do yourself a favor. Buy a ticket to a good movie and then just no, go no no
4: <laughs> we
2: wanted success or failure to be legitimate okay when it enough. tanks i want it to be a legitimate yeah. tank
1: well you have a nerd bet you said that it would meet box office projections for the weekend i said it would not and we still haven't no, seen man. what the projections listen are.
2: we had this conversation about avatar people love dumb shit i agree you bet that it would meet the
1: expectations i bet that it would not we will see who was right okay so there you go I'll be right In the meantime, we got to get out of here. we got real lives and shit. (sighs) Thanks for playing along. This is your show. We appreciate every single one of you, even those that don't call. Please do, though. Don't be afraid. Call. Derail the show. I want to hear from you guys. There's a bunch of you watching right now and talking. That is awesome. But get on the show. Call us, okay? For now, this is the Two-Headed Nerd,
8: signing off.